0: let me tell you a story I would say this is one of the best words I can hear in a, in a podcast or when I talk to someone and uh, someone is telling me about something he or she has discovered and uh, it's basically a trigger for me and I hear someone's telling let me tell you a story um, I'm all ears because I don't know I love stories and I guess a lot of people love stories because well, it's I don't know, it's it's life experience uh, it's naturally authentic most of the cases and, um, and even if you cannot really tell it in a very good way, it's often still um, a lot more entertaining than to, I don't know just uh, talk about abstract things and so on, so stories are uh, super powerful and I was listening to a podcast episode um, of the podcast uh, by Dave Gerhardt, and uh, so he's doing a podcast about B2B marketing, and uh, I will put the link in the show notes, and, um, and in this podcast, he was they were talking about how to position um, your, your product, and one part of the conversation it was really interesting for me. A lot of things were interesting in that. So, what um, one point struck out, and it was really like um, about you can tell a story about your company. So it, it's always good when you, in the end, can summarize. Okay, why does this company? Why does this product exist? And so, what's what's the origin story? And to be honest, I always love to hear that. Uh, and so um when i was working at audible um so at some point you always get the story told that when the founder was uh, i think he was uh, jogging in central park and um and thought okay wouldn't it be great uh, to listen to a book while i'm jogging and and so then he figured out okay there are there are possibilities with cities and it's also complicated and so on and so this basically uh, i think that don't really remember it well but in the end like it, it's kind of the uh, the summary of it uh, so this triggered uh, how audible was created and so I don't know it's it, 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 when you then know the service and all the product it all fits and uh, when you then meet uh, Don Katz so like the founder it also fits as well and um, so I don't know it's 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 really something that is uh, <laughs> if you try to get something 100% real that's it and so um as I thought, okay, maybe it makes sense to just summarize a little bit the story about data tasks because this is like a a training for me because I thought, okay, it might also be worth to put it on the website as well so that people um, get an idea, okay, how did I come up with it and so this is my story for data tasks and the story goes like this Um, I've been doing data setups for some time, uh, roughly 10 years in total but uh, 7 years now in a consulting position where other companies come to me and ask me, okay, can can you please help me uh, with our data setup and there is like a common pattern and the funny thing is I never really recognized the common pattern, so I did this stuff for 7 years and never really thought about, okay, what do all these different kind of projects I do have in common because like yeah some were common um, like really clearly but most of them really look different uh, from the outside but at some point I took a step back and really looked on it and what I discovered is like well 90% of time people ask me to come uh, to their company and help them because they don't trust the data so uh, either they have too few uh, data points um, or they have let's say uh, a not so precise feeling um, if the data is really um, correct uh, and uh, if they can work with it. So I always have this issue like to really figure out okay does can we trust the data? Can we really make data driven decisions on it? And like, the kind of work I did then was a little bit different all the time, but um, in the end, it was always, like, to to work on a setup where in the end they can say, yeah, okay, um, we might not trust all our data that we have, but at least, like, the, the kind of data we have now spent some time on, we know how it works, and we are confident to trust the data, and we can make decisions on it. And so... Uh, I would say, like most of the projects I'm doing, are in in the core sense around this kind of topic, and the second part that that was building or like that was let's say the foundation for data tasks is like this is like a, I would say it's a I don't really have a good word for it. So in German I would have a word, but I don't have, can cannot easily translate it uh, in English and. um... So, I have two, uh, two attitudes and they are often not so well, uh, they cannot be combined so easily. So, one is like, I perform really good when things are in order. So um I don't know if uh, if a room is tidied up uh, if my workspace is tidied up if everything is in place if I have a clear idea what I need to do and what I can do um so uh, I don't really take time to to find stuff and so on so I I can perform like a beast it's uh, it's it's really cool but well, then on the other hand I'm totally bad in in doing um, or in 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 cleaning or in tidying things up and keep things in order, really like it's uh, I don't know. It's it's from from my childhood on. So I, I was always so bad and like keeping my room tidy, keeping everything tidy, keeping my school stuff tidy, keeping my university stuff tidy, and so it's the same like today. So I have a I have a good I have now and cannot call it good. I have a. Okay structure, so I usually find stuff. this is not really an issue that really stuff gets lost and so, but it sometimes can really take time and um and it, of course it's it 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 in the end it costs energy and so I don't know, so this is like this is my str- the struggle of my life to on the one hand to to find ways to have things in order, but on the other hand find ways that does not that did not involve me in the end so what i am trying to do some so i would say in uh, some years ago more unconsciousless and now more, uh, much more conscious um, is to try to f- find ways how i can automate things to get it into order and so sometimes this, this is easy so for example i have a process where um, I can create uh, a new project um, so in my case I'm using Airtable for that and then this automatically creates a folder structure for me uh, in Google Drive so um, I have everything there in place and so at least I have always like the fa- same folder structure for projects and um, now I'm trying to extend it let's say week by week that it, I can make sure that all the different doc- documents also land in these different kind of folders and so that I can find stuff and um, this really helps me a lot so because I would know if I need to do it manually um, it would not work so I would create I don't know I would do it one time two times and afterward I would stop and it's the same thing uh, w- which I saw with data quality and analytics tools so I have a very good idea how the stuff should look like in the end and I'm really annoyed when it doesn't look like like that because it costs time so um, When you have not a consistent naming convention for events, for example, you always have to think about and you always have to remember, okay, uh, I don't know, this weird event with this weird name, well, okay, this is basically the registration event, even when it doesn't tell it. And so if you work with the data from day by day, no problem. You usually will remember it. But if you just work with this kind of data, I don't know, every two weeks or every three weeks so it can often happen that you then have to go back and think oh, okay well, how was it again and so this is like you're wasting your brain energy and uh, this is really annoying and uh but it's it, it's hard to tackle in a way because you have to invest a lot of manual stuff and so this was like i always had this idea in my head like say if there is a tool that can make sure that uh, that my data quality is checked regularly and then just can warn me like, hey, there's something, it doesn't make sense, maybe you should fix it. So this be cool. And the second thing that I saw in analytics as well, and it's in the end also like a data quality issue, is like if... Some kind of tracking breaks at some point, and this happens from time to time. So, hopefully not with with your major events, so like major conversion events, like transactions. But even like it happens with these kinds of events as well. But maybe like also like with let's say semi-important events, which sometimes uh, you still need this data to make some analyzes. And so then, I don't know. Um, often you are not the person who find it out. So often someone else is like uh, just pinging you um, uh, on chat or writing you an email or calling you and say, hey, I just checked a report or I just did some uh, analysis in the tool. And this looks strange, doesn't it? So it looks like that there's no data in it anymore. <laughs> and so it, it stopped eight weeks ago. And you're like, yeah, well, hmm, not so good. And so... Uh, I always hated these situations um, because I don't know. So it, it it's gone. So it cannot come back. So this is like the this is the 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 serious stuff about it. So once tracking is not tracking, uh, it's gone. So you cannot really come up with it. So and uh, I had enough clients that had this anomaly uh, in their data, which they always had to explain in presentations. So like. Oh yeah, yeah. This peak there—that there was um, we, us doing some testing with sending some server-side events, and someone did it wrong, and so we sent it too much, and it's it sucks because you cannot really easily uh, correct it. So yeah, once you are in a data warehouse, uh, of course uh, you can change the stuff, but if you rely just simply on on the tools data, and um, so. Yeah, you cannot really correct it. And uh, so it's it's annoying um, to do that. And so there are definitely ways to prevent it. And so this is like what what data tasks is about as well. So get a heads up as early as possible to to see if data is missing or if data, for example, now doubles from one day to another, which often is like a sign that there also might be some uh, implementation issues. And um, so this is one perspective and like what I'm always trying to do also like is like to, to recognize sliding changes which can also be in often like include the technical problem in a way. So for example, I don't know, people forgetting to set um, UTM parameters and so maybe there's one person in this one channel and so you don't see it immediately because the traffic does not drop by 100% but maybe it drops by 40 and this over uh, like longer time frame and so always like at least to get the heads up and to see hey yeah this looks a little bit strange maybe check it Uh, I would love to have this this thing and so this is like it comes back and so when I was thinking a little bit more about what data tasks can do I saw definitely the potential to to take a broader approach and to really like uh, having data tasks this this automatic sanity check for me. So um, I'm now like, this is not something that will go into data task immediately, but it's something definitely I'm I'm working on now, like for me testing. It's like I create a check, um, for example, that if I save the estimate that I'm usually sending to my clients um, in the estimate folder, and if it's missing... And if it's missing, I get a heads up. And so like, hey, this is missing. Maybe put it in. And, And I know this should work for me. And I really hope that I can now basically build this automatic at least tidying up triggering for me so that in the end I know, okay, these are the parts that I should still do. And so, to, in the end, come up with with a lot better structure and a lot better setup and order. uh, Because, um, yeah, as I said, so, like, this is where I perform best and even, like, when I am struggle to get it done properly. And so, I'm a little bit hoping that with data tasks, I can resolve my main issue and to find a way, okay, to at least always have a very good overview of the stuff that are currently not in order and then just use this as a task list and then uh, works against it. And, and I'm really hoping that it resolves it. And so, yes, it's not an automatic um, solution to the problem, but it could be a starting point. So uh, as, I think often, like in this situation, so you have to make stuff visible uh, that is not in the right shape, and then once it's visible it's uh, it's much easier to come up with a new solution and so this is like this is like the story of data tasks, and I'm just thinking, okay, this is like the good thing if you if you speak about it uh, so like um I guess when I'm write it down now, I will definitely skip this part with what I experience. Um, when I was doing the different analytics setups. So this is nice, and it's always good to know that, like, I don't know, often, like, my major problem I'm resolving is, like, data quality. But it's not really, like, a catcher story for me. So I, I can definitely feel like the emotions are not... I don't know, fully established when I'm telling that. It works a lot more like with my struggle to keep things in order. So uh, when I write it down now, I will definitely use this because this 100% makes sense. And so, and this is like also like the purpose of this uh, kind of, let's say, da- journaling um, when I'm building data tasks because um, I often really recognize when I talk about stuff when stuff is not really good so all, like it's okay but it's not really like the things i'm trying i'm trying to resolve and so um bear with me that you had let's say that you had to listen to my bumpy start but um for me it definitely was a learning maybe it's a learning for you as well and so what i can say is like if you're currently working on a product and uh, building a thing maybe think about to put on a story page on your website why why, why are you doing this? I think for a lot of products, uh, I know a lot of people who who, who have so much passion uh, with the things they are building and all of them have an origin story. And it, it's uh, always love to hear that, uh, why they have started this kind of product and so on. So it gives you so much context and so much foundation to everything that you then see afterwards. Uh, so uh, maybe take this idea and think about a story uh, I don't know, story post or story page as well and so yeah so um, listen to you next time, uh, this is like the epi- second episode uh, and I also like launched the podcast officially today and so um, yeah so uh, while I'm recording so like the the initial like the, the teaser and uh, the first episode uh, has been has been published and um, so if you like to write me some uh, some feedback, um, you can go over to LinkedIn. Uh, just search for me, Timo um, decho and um, yeah, just add me and um, and write me a message. And I think, like with, with Spotify, you can even send me a voice reply as well. So if you if you go on the um, on the podcast. Homepage, which is like in the show notes um you can then just go there and leave me a voice message if you like and so i would love to have these things i would really like i can definitely tell you i would celebrate the first voice message i i get so and um so would love to hear what you think and have a good day and until the next one